0: This is episode 59 with the all-inspiring Marlena O'Donnell. Welcome to Bigger Than The Hustle podcast. My name is Babik Patel and each week I bring you a super interesting conversation with an inspiring entrepreneur on how they live their life outside their business and what inspires them to live life big. Thank you for taking time to spend with me today and it's time to let the positivity From a young age, Marlena has never used her disability to define her. She has always been surrounded by strength and this has guided her to see the positive in all the situations life presents to her. Now a certified life coach, mentor and motivational speaker, she helps free her clients from beliefs that are not serving them well. She has successfully helped many people gain an unwavering belief in themselves and find the courage to go after what they want in life in our conversation we discuss becoming unstuck positivity and self-love don't forget to hit the like button subscribe and share this podcast with with those close to you to show you care now for the one and only Molina o'donnell
1: so i'm Molina o'donnell i'm the resilience and results coach i am also a motivational speaker And I work with people who face barriers in their lives who have who are limited by beliefs they have about themselves and i have them see that they can be free from those beliefs and they can achieve so much more in their life than they ever thought was possible and that's really my passion that really drives me in my life because i love how people see that the love doesn't have to be limited they can reach sky high and achieve amazing things in life and they don't have to be living with beliefs that they have that they make them unhappy
0: mm. now so that's
1: what i'm about
0: now something you mentioned there about belief and self-belief so these are energies we have within us um that can be stifled by our upbringing that can be stifled by our environment by the information that we read by the things we see now a lot of the time unpicking those can be quite complicated in terms of understanding what the roots are because a lot of the time we can plaster over things but we need to understand where the root is to try and solve them to come out in other spaces now if anyone's feeling stuck right now within their own life about maybe their work or maybe a relationship etc what kind of quick things do you think they could do to think about getting them out of that stuckness
1: how, that's a good question. <laughs> Being stuck and how do you get unstuck? <laughs> well, how how we get stuck in the first place is because we get tangled up in judgment that we have about the situation and about what goes on around us, about what goes on in our own mind, right? We kind of always have got a lot of judgment about who we are, what we are capable of. And a lot of the time we get stuck because we think we're not able to go to the next stage, that somehow something's stopping us inherently, that that we're not good enough, uh, we haven't got what it takes, we failed in the past. And therefore, this is a reflection of what will happen in the future. Also, we get stuck because we think that somehow what we create has to be perfect, has to reach certain standards, right? And that is uh, what a lot of my clients kind of get uh, stuck on. Like, oh, I need whatever I'm making, whatever I'm working on, the relationship I have, it has to be perfect. Mm. But all these conditions that have to be made, are made up by us by our thoughts and our feelings, and they are not real. Our thoughts do not know what's going to happen in the future, and it feels so real that they do, right? It feels like our thoughts somehow know the outcome of our actions, or non-actions, as it may well be. Uh, It feels that uh, we know what's going to happen when we do certain things, and also it feels that Somehow we need to meet those expectations created by our thoughts, those high standards of perfection. That is all made up by our own belief system in, uh, in in the fact that we think that our thoughts are real, and also that our thoughts know us and our thoughts know the future and know the past. And and somehow they know everything, but the thoughts don't. The thoughts are just a <laughs> mm-hmm. passing clouds in the sky in a way, right? Some of them obviously contain real information that is useful uh, for analysis, making decisions, but a lot of the time the thoughts are just random thoughts. And you would know this by um, how easy it is to change your thought pattern, right? So, for example, you are in a queue and you are happy, right? And you think, oh, it's, it's all going well, I'm having a good day. You get to the counter and the, uh, the, the sales person on the counter is grumpy. And all of a sudden, you've got grumpy thoughts too. You think, oh my goodness, why is she so grumpy or he's so grumpy? And your thoughts change so quickly, right? And they are really not a reflection on reality because in reality, you're still the same person. Nothing's changed, right? You're just reacting to the situation. And that's, uh, that's what we kind of get really stuck on. We react to things that are actually unnecessary. So uh, the kind of the practical advice uh, that I can give to everyone is, please do not listen to the voice of doubt that you've got in your head. Do not think that whatever your thoughts are telling you to do or not to do, meet certain standards, the judgment on yourself or what you're capable of or you're not capable of, ignore that voice. Just take action. And to do that, the best way to get unstuck is to take the next thing, next step that is available to you immediately. And there is always, even if it's tiny step, there is always something you can do to get yourself out of that situation. But also, uh, the kind of the next <laughs> second tip is to focus on the end result. Focus on what you want to achieve rather than what gets in your way of getting to what you want. So uh, these are yeah. two my tips for getting unstuck.
0: Yeah. Now, why is it that it's so much... E- like, we fall into a habit of thinking which is we look towards the future and we base our future on our past say okay i know that i've tried certain things and they've not worked and therefore i'm not going to try them again because my past has shown that they don't work rather than saying that's what's happened and that's experience i've had but that doesn't mean the future has to be the same i can choose whatever future i want but that if almost like alien thought process in terms of actually anything is possible. I know personally wholeheartedly that anything is possible, but in our past, there may be clues or signs that actually it's not possible. Maybe our upbringing, maybe our environment, maybe the people around us, maybe the things we're hearing, maybe things we're seeing, or maybe things we've done, we've drawn upon this to say, that's not possible for me. How do we break that? thinking so that the future can be whatever we want it to be
1: okay well first of all the starting point is your thoughts about the past (laughs) are not real either it feels that they are you think well they are my memories right how come they are not real how come they don't know how come there is no truth in them but i challenge that Uh, do you do you know uh how often you've got the same situation involving different people and they all have got a different recollection of the same event. Like when you have got a crime scene mm. and you've got witnesses, <laughs> there's not a single witness statement that is the same, right? And The same applies to our own personal kind of uh, uh, recollections of events. Have you ever been to a place that you remember with fondness you think this was amazing the atmosphere was really great and you know this is such a beautiful place the best place i've ever been to and you go back to that place and it's not the same
0: yeah
1: yeah right so our memories are deceptive (laughs) because it's impossible for us to recall every single of information, every single feeling and, and the you know the senses, how we experience things. So even our memories are not real and when you know that, the past kind of is easy to kind of understand that's what happened in the past it's not actually kind of be a reflection of what will happen in the future anyway. So to start with that's a starting point right mm-hmm. to know that your memories of what happened before, are just memories. They they are they're just not real because they can't be. There's one thing. Secondly, we change, we grow every day. We react to things. So how come the the memories of what we, we've done before, how can they be real now in comparison to you know the ourself now is different from ourself even yesterday. I had different experiences. I had several interesting conversations since yesterday and that changed me, that changed my viewpoint, that changed my experiences, that changed who, who I am. So that's the second thing. And the last thing about um, kind of, you know, projecting the failures into the future is that's impossible, right? That it's just really, really impossible. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. It's as simple as that. And COVID proved it owed to us in a very stark way. So there was a survey carried out in, um, in April last year of the uh, of the British, I think it was like a sample of the British population, I think about 600,000 people took part. And about 50% of people were really, really depressed about the COVID situation, and fifty percent of people accepted it. Okay, I'm getting on with with my life, right? Well, fifty percent is quite a lot of people who are really struggling with that situation. So it's not something that you can kind of ignore. But why so many of us can't handle the unexpected it's because we are used to thinking that we can predict the future. Right? Christmas happens when Christmas happens. Summer happens, we go on holidays, and COVID proved us all wrong, right? There's no summer holidays the way we know know it, right? There's a little bit of a freedom of travel now, but (laughs) I wouldn't say it's great. And uh, Christmas was pretty much canceled last year for uh, for a lot of us, right? So this kind of came as a a shock to a lot of us that, you know, hey, the future may not be what we think is. We have no control over the future, and we don't. And you can look at it in a bad way. You can look at it in like, oh, I'm stuck, right? I have no control over the future. This is all happening beyond my, you know, any power I have. But this is not true. We have got power. And the power we have is is our choice to accept what goes on and take it in our stride or fight it. Fight something that we can't really fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, fighting... Um, fighting the wind (laughs) it will never win right Right. but the i want to see this in a positive way actually uh the the future thing because really you can look at it like i have no control you know this is all happening and all the rest of it but you can also see it as a land of opportunity the future is full of it's, it's limitless opportunities for us to do things Things haven't happened yet. And we can create anything we want in our lives. And how exciting is that? And I've seen this with COVID. Um, I've been going to some networking meetings and some business owners and uh, so, okay, do you know what? I'm defeated by this. There's no point in me trying to do anything. <laughs> and others took it in the stride and thought, oh, do you know what? This is great. I'm going to adapt. I'm doing things online. I'm doing zoom calls. I'm, <laughs> I am, you know, I'm having a different time. And, and those businesses really prospered. And those who sat back and thought, you know, I'm going to wave, wave, <laughs> you know, wait till this, this, all oh, the COVID uh, goes away. Haven't prospered. So uh, it's, it's all, it's all in our mind and we can create beautiful things in the future as long as we know that the past is not real no longer not even things that happened about 10 seconds ago are no longer real they are, they're gone but the future is full of possibilities and you can create an amazing things in your life
0: mm. I think what's really interesting about what you said there was that we're talking about the past and the future both are events or or things that the past has happened the future has not yet happened and all we have is this moment in time right so we are i'm talking to you right now and that's the present that's where we are and this moment has just gone and another moment's come which is now and that's how we live right and we can get stuck in the past and the future right so we're trying to be somewhere or we're trying to get away from somewhere as opposed to saying that you know those things have happened those things have not happened i am here right now and something that's helped me and i read recently was the the phrase three words which is this is life whatever we're doing this is life i'm having a conversation with you this is life i'm washing up the dishes this is life i'm i'm driving from here to work this is life and every time i feel like i'm stepping out of this you know Almost getting overwhelmed about all the things that I could do, all things that I want to do, all things that have happened. Just to anchor myself with those three words this is life, whatever's happening. And just that grounding moment really just almost has beauty in it because we realize that where are we trying to get to? Where are we trying to go? Because we are here and we will always here. Yes, like I said, we talk about possibilities. It's, It's amazing to have the future that we would like to have but a lot of the time we can miss the life we're in trying to get somewhere that we want to get and trying to run away from the life which has already happened rather than just saying i'm here because i'm here let me enjoy this moment and if we keep doing that with every moment i'm sure we can have a good life whatever the universe decides for us right now gone
1: definitely
0: now i love what you and um talking about you being in this kind of mindset and you thinking about possibilities and the way things can be what part of your life did that start for you in terms of thinking with more possibility was there anything that changed in your life did you go through a a time which things were a little bit tougher and therefore you came out the other side or was there a uh, a planned decision to move in this direction for you.
1: Well, do you know I've been reflecting on this recently quite a lot and I've realized that throughout my whole life I've been creating the impossible. <laughs> and there have there have been so many pivotal times in my life. So I, I, my, I started my life uh, in uh, living in a, I was born in Poland, a communist country back then in a small town. My dad died when I was seven and i also have got a long-term disability. I'm in a wheelchair. And back then in Poland, disabled people were marginalized, just to say the least, right? In fact, there was no, no future for, uh, for disabled people. You were kind of expected to live with your parents or be institutionalized and this is obviously not something that is very appealing but if you don't see beyond that choice if you, this is the expectations that society has and this is this is your life a lot of people live that life but i was very very lucky because i've got an amazing mum, and for my mum. Life is not like that. She she had the tough tough life herself, you know, losing her her husband and having to bring up two you know two daughters on her own, one with a disability. It was tough. But my mum always used to say to me uh, and my sister, "There is always a way. Always, you always find a way out of whatever you want to, and you should just go for whatever it is that you want." And having that kind of understanding that uh, you know what there's a, i will find a way <laughs> if i want something i will find a way to get to it kind of drove me through my whole life so i had that first kind of uh, uh epiphany of that i guess uh, when uh, when i was uh, a, a teenager and i thought i'm i want to go to university and back then disabled people didn't go to university for the reasons <laughs> i already explained and then you might think well, that why is that why you know why disabled people can't do whatever it is that they want to do, what can they live a normal life. But you have to understand the, uh, the kind of the whole communist regime and the culture and the culture was pretty much everyone has to be happy, healthy, hardworking in a factory or in a field. <laughs> and this was the ideal communist world, right? Um, and the disabled people didn't fit in that world so there were no provisions there was no access there were no ramps no lifts uh, not nothing that you could use no transport literally nothing so but i didn't see it that way right because <laughs> my mom my mom's mantra there's always a way you find a way and my mom encouraged me to go to university so i thought i was going to go to university i just didn't focus on the obstacles i'm just going to do it so i uh, passed the entrance exams because in poland you had to take entrance exams first and uh, my department was on the second floor three flights of stairs and again I, I wasn't faced by that I'm thinking oh, someone will help <laughs> <And> sure enough <laughs> the many students took it up on themselves to carry me up and down those stairs every day in exchange for uh, I guess we just gave up the gym membership <laughs> to do that and uh, got fit in the process and that's how I, uh, that's how I went to university. And uh, as I said, I didn't focus on what's uh, not possible. I focused on what I want. <laughs> and my mom's mantra, there is always a way, and there is a way, right? And I realized I've created this kind of, these opportunities for myself uh, throughout my whole life. And uh, I guess the next, next step was for me to come to England. That was the next big, big kind of pivotal stage in my life. And Again, you know, there was no freedom of travel in Poland. Um, So, uh, you know, it was difficult to to study abroad, travel, you know, travel anywhere. Um, And I had no money, (laughs) no connections. (laughs) So, you know, you look at, if you look at the uh, barriers, you think that that's not possible. It's absolutely not possible for her to study in England. But again, you know, I focus on the end result. I wanted to study in England. So I wrote to a hundred scholarship giving organizations and universities and I got enough scholarship money to want to come over here and study and the impossible became possible so I guess once you know it that you can create the things that you really really want if you really really want something and it's not harming anyone you will get it it might not be easy I'm not saying like the road to you know success is always an easy road. It's not. But if you are focused, relentlessly take action, and don't look at the barriers, but look at you know look at the end result and take steps. Like baby steps are fine too. you Don't have to be giant steps. You will get to to your dream. Uh, and I guess that's that's kind of uh, well. And then my own personal experience is uh, kind of told me that. And I guess, oh, so do you know when, when you are, when you're a bit different, when you have got disability, I don't actually live my life through my disability. I don't see myself, uh, you know, uh, someone who has got limit limitations of any kind. It's only when other people say, oh, you're disabled. And I'm saying, oh yeah, do you I look around and say, yeah, you're right. I'm disabled because in my mind I'm not. And this is just another example of how we can easily create barriers in our own mind. I could have the barrier of disability in my mind that will be driving my life and limiting my life, or I could just choose not to have it. It's like, okay, I'm free. I'm, I'm re- I don't really see myself as disabled, so therefore I act as if I wasn't and I get what I want. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of thing I really, really like showing people, look, whatever you think, goes on in your life or you can't do, you can actually <laughs> free yourself from that belief because it's only a belief, it's not real. Even though, you know, you, you might think on the face of it, my disability is real, right? It is physically kind of, you know, limiting in a way. I can't, I can't go, go, go out, walk up and down stairs, but I can do so many other things and I'll find a way of moving upstairs if I, if I want to, um, so yeah so that's that's basically how my my personal experience has shaped me and and my life
0: it's so interesting you talked about your mum there about her being the driving force between you creating the the life that you want to create it's something my my dad used to say to me which was on a similar sentiment which was if if someone else can do it why can't you and it's The same analogy, isn't it? That if someone else can tread a certain path, they're only human. You're only human as well. So, why is it that that person they just they just tread down that path? If you really want to do it, it's possible. You just have to decide. You just have to choose, right? So, I love that sentiment. Also, I love that you you don't let your disability define you. That's who you are, right? You are whoever you want to be, and there's so many. People in the world that get defined by their color, by their religion, by their you know which whatever format by their football team, for example. You know, there's so many things that and it's in and I find it such a rigid way of living to say you know we we being human on this planet is a miracle in its own right. You know, the the chances of us being here are so small that we cannot say we're not here. Reason we may not know, we may never know, but we are. I know for sure we are here for a reason, and we all live together in this symbolic system for the universe. And that universe is where we all work together and we all have our own strengths and skills to bring to the table, to put on the table, and to play, so we can all play this game called life together because we need each other, no matter what anyone says, we do need each other. So I think it's really important that you shared that message and you shared your journey about how you know how things have developed for you and how you've created the life that you wanted to create because you made that choice and it is a choice right so we talk about you know the love of your parents we talk about your mom and the the support she's given you being a single parent and and looking after you what does self-love mean to you
1: (sighs) Acceptance of who you are, mm. yeah. wholeheartedly, and you know, I. It's taking me a very, very long time to <laughs> to come to that realization and to fully embrace where I am. And this has actually nothing to do with my disability. It, it was to do with and want to. Um, <laughs> look, accepted and successful and recognized and respected and ne- needed and loved and you know all these kind of things and when you look outside of yourself for these things you will never find them you will, this is an endless quest to make yourself feel better Right. And a lot of people are on this quest, and a lot of people end up, uh, you know, making trying to make themselves feel better by, you know, taking drugs or, uh, uh, or drinking alcohol or pursuing, you know, gambling or, or, or shopping or whatever it is. And yes, it may kind of give you that uh, temporary sense of relief and happiness and well being, but it's only very temporary and it doesn't really change how you feel about yourself. And I guess I was in that situation. I wasn't pursuing any, <laughs> any misuse. I wasn't misusing any substances. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't gambling. But it was that kind of a self-constant self-punishment of like, oh, you should try hard. You should be better at this and do that. And, um, you know, I had kind of like personal experiences. I was bullied at my uh, job before I started my own business. And that really knocked my confidence. Uh, and belief of who i was and i was trying to even harder I like i need to prove myself even more you know that i can succeed and I'm, I'm good enough i'm capable and now i realize that's because i didn't accept myself as who i was as already as as a whole i'm already whole and you know it's so easy for us all to look elsewhere for that validation of who we are but also it's very easy for us to think that you know what others are more important. And I don't mean to say like, oh, you need to be selfish. I really don't mean it in that way. But when you look at it, we are our own asset. <laughs> the only thing we own in this world is ourselves. So, in a way, with the most precious thing in our life, right? And I'm just really don't mean it in a trivial way and like discarding all the relationships with other people. No, because our love, our life is centered about other people, and you, you said you said that very beautifully, right? We're here to be part of community, whether we accept it or not. That's another thing, but um, kind of outside of that, outside of us being, you know, part of community and being important part of our other people's life, we are our most precious thing that we have and we cannot change who we, who we are well okay you can like you know change your beliefs you can you know acquire new knowledge etc etc but inherently our soul cannot change and when you see it that way when you see that you're already enough you've already got everything that you need to have that's where the acceptance comes and that's where the self love comes but it's it's a journey that uh a lot of us are kind of you know on um and they're seeking i mean all, all, pretty much all my clients want that they want that self-love and self-acceptance and that's because we have got beliefs about ourselves that are not real but feel very real and we are always up against those right so uh, for a lot of them you know my love, i thought you know i need to be i need to be perfect <laughs> i need to prove myself capable and it's an exhausting way to live your life i was always fighting against the words like I need to do bigger better things <laughs> you know um I try harder work harder study harder what an exhausting way to live your life when you think you have to constantly prove something um whereas once I know that now I know that I'm already enough I'm still doing amazing things but without the exhaustion
0: <laughs> mm, yeah I I resonate with that so deeply I yeah, when, when I went through Quite a tough time in my life. Um, my answer was to work harder. You know, just work harder. Just, you're not working hard and Work harder. Work harder. and Then, when you realise that that you're only sleeping four hours a day and the rest of the time you're working and it's still not getting any better, the moment that I let go, the moment I said that's it, I, you know, universe, just take what you need to take from me. I'm, I, I, I choose not to have it. Just leave me a few things that I'm, I'll be okay with. As soon as I let go everything started clicking into place. And then I realized that mm-hmm. it was almost like the universe trying to teach me, okay, you think you can do it your way, do it your way. Let's see how far you get and then do it my way. And as soon as I let the universe do it there, you know, the, the its way, that's when the whole everything started clicking to place. And I and that whole thing about letting go, I know sometimes it can be so hard, can't it, to let go and let the process evolve but it's such a not just natural but it's just a, a a more grounding way of living life right where you're not constantly pushing and you're not constantly striving you're just you're letting the universe guide you and you're then taking action in the right steps in the right moments in the right quantities to move your life forward now one of the faculties we have as human beings is the ability to think outside, you know, project ourselves and say, these are, I'd like to try these things, I'd like to do these things, or these are skills I'd like to have. What skills do you would you like to gain, grow or master or learn to become the next version of yourself?
1: That's a good question, actually. I. I don't know that I can be the next version of myself. <laughs> I can't be <leave> me. <laughs> um, I think I stopped kind of playing the game of I need to be this and I need to be that. right? But it doesn't mean to say that, you know, you, you don't want to go deeper within yourself. So I guess my next, well, it's a continuous journey, really, mm-hmm. is to go deeper within, uh, within myself, within who I am and the kind of be going beyond the obvious, right? Because we're only using the the kind of the part of our brain that uh, knows facts and mm-hmm. guides us and not very well, a lot of the time, <laughs> right? <laughs> so my kind of a next step on the journey of development is going beyond that, kind of going into our uh, subconscious and how we can use that to, uh, to create even more amazing things in life
0: and something you said as well earlier which was when you when you become when you understand you when you accept so we talk about self-love right so when you say you accept yourself and you accept who you are and and, and what you're about it's such i i believe that's the foundation to all possibilities when you realize that I am who i am and i am i am happy with that whatever that looks like and once you've accepted that then anything is possible because if we're just trying to fight that all the time we're trying to fight that person that we think we should be you know that word should which i hate but it's used so much should be as opposed to the person i am when you come from that place i am this but but these are the areas which i'd like to explore like to grow or like to it's a choice rather than believing that that's a must and it's a should because when it becomes a should you're not pleased or or you don't have the foundation of gratitude of where you are and therefore if you don't have the gratitude where you are nothing it would be possible because you're never going to be grateful to where you are right so that's helped me a lot in my life over the last 10 years especially so um sharing that hopefully you know um can help someone listening as well so yes now
1: that that is beautiful and i'm just really really glad that that understanding has helped you so much in your personal life Mm -hmm. you know a lot of people just miss that (laughs) you know they they want to be somewhere else and we're always kind of on this constant journey how many times have you heard people saying you know, I'll do this when I retire. When,
0: when, yeah, when I
1: will have a better life when I get a new job, right? And we kind of like think, oh, okay, somehow, somehow, it will change and our life will change, and like this magic will happen, and of course this is something you alluded to earlier as well, We we talked about it, um, is, the, is, is the now, right? Staying in the now, and in the now, you've got yourself. There is is there there is no different you, <laughs> future you, past you, and that is enough because that's all you've got. But it sounds like all you've got, like it's not enough. No, it's it's more than enough. You, you, you are so much, you're capable of so much more than you think you are.
0: Mm. in the now
1: and you can create beautiful things when you don't you know worry about the past (laughs) run into the future
0: of course
1: and life is for is for living now not not uh not in the past or in the future and we so often forget that
0: Mm. just talking about experiences so you know we we live in experience, this is an experience right now right, so we're living a life and it's it's what we're choosing to have as an experience, whether that be a positive one or a negative one, like you said, two people can have the same experience and see different things right, the glass half full, the glass half empty, exactly the same thing right. What experiences have you not had so far that you would like to have in the future?
1: <laughs> it's usually the, <laughs> the question is usually like what experience have you had in the past that shaped you who you could change who you are now so i'm going to have an amazing life and i know that and i'm going to <laughs> to be uh, talking at large events that's kind of what i really really want to do i want to inspire thousands of people to change their lives Look, you don't have to be stuck in the way you think you are. You can have a different life, the the most beautiful life you could possibly imagine. That's what happened to me. And you can have the same. And I so strongly believe in that. Um, And I just want to inspire people to have that understanding. And even if one single thing shifts, that's already gold. That if if you just change something small in your life, you, you make that next step, you make that next decision that you were worried about making that, that in itself could have like a lifelong effects on, on what happens to you. And that's what I want to do. So that's the kind of experiences I want to have. COVID hasn't really helped <laughs> with public speaking to thousands of people, <laughs> but that's, that's where, uh, you know, that's what the future holds. And uh, I'm also writing a <laughs> book. So uh, that's, These are the kind of experiences that I'm really, really looking forward to in the future.
0: And you you talk about inspiring a huge amount of people um, within humanity. What inspires you to be the best version of yourself?
1: What? I I tell you what, going back to my (laughs) mum. my mom had such hard life and she's never go, go, she never gave up she never she never complained never she just carried on no matter how hard things were and she had this enthusiasm and optimism and drive for life look we're going to do things and you know i was telling you earlier how difficult life was in poland my mom and I, we, we just took off. We were on the, on buses, on coaches, people helped carry me up and down, uh, you know, the, the, the stairs and steps and all the rest of it. And, you know, we traveled, uh, Poland, we did the things that were just exciting and adventurous, right? We, we made the most of what, what there was, what was available to us. And that's, to me, that's the biggest inspiration in my life. You know, my mom was grateful for what she had and she would often say, oh, you know, we've got this and we've got that, although we didn't have much. <laughs> but it just felt like we had this, I never felt lack of anything. And that's really inspiring um thing to kind of carry through your life, the kind of gratitude for what you have. But also the, you know, seeking pleasure in small things it doesn't have to be big things uh, mm. a simple meal you know? yes. <laughs> you know? um and and also that uh, that the mantra i kind of keep referring to there is always a way you look for the way and the way will find itself you you can do what you want to do so that's the inspiration. But I also look for inspiration in people like myself, I guess. <laughs> I was just thinking about the people I really admire most, the people like Captain Tom, Eddie the Eagle, Jacob Rowling, uh, just normal people, ordinary people who achieve great things by not giving up, not giving in at the first hurdle, the first obstacle, by having that power of conviction that what they do is right. um and they will change the world Mm
0: -hmm. that's what
1: happened that's where i got my inspiration from
0: beautiful now what i'm going to do is i'm going to forward project you 100 years into the future and we've reached the last moments of your life now you don't have enough energy to speak but you have enough energy to write three words now these three words have resonated with you all your life and you hope by sharing them They will will inspire or touch people that are listening and to live a better life for themselves. What would those three words be for you and why?
1: My three words are aim sky high. If you think you are ordinary, you will only ever have ordinary life. If you think you can achieve the impossible, You have a magical life full of amazing things that are extraordinary. Mm. Dream big.
0: Yeah, it is that because it's like you said, it's only going to be possible when you believe it in yourself. Um, And when you have that conviction within yourself and you don't listen to the outside noise and you drown that out and you become silent and then you you feel it within you and everything is possible so i agree thank you for that and this podcast is called bigger than the hustle and right now you're bigger than the world so i've got a mic and i've connected up to 7.58 billion people on this planet they can all hear you they can all understand you there's no language barrier they're all awake and they're all conscious now if i handed this over to you for the next 30 seconds what would your message be to the world
1: We believe that our thoughts and feelings know us and are a reflection of who we are. We create our own sets of limitations based on our beliefs, but our thoughts and feelings and beliefs are not real. They don't know what we are capable of achieving. Ignore the inner voice of doubt, dream big, Do do not aim for what you think is possible, but what your heart truly desires, don't look at the obstacles but focus on the end result, magic will happen.
0: That is awesome. And at this juncture, Marlene, I'd really, really like to thank you. Thank you for giving up your time today, for being with me. Thank you for accepting my invitation to appear today. Thank you for the way you're actually living your life and the positive light that you're shining into your world and the people around you. And the amount of toughness that you believe that could have broken a lot of people, you've used that as your strength to guide you and to rocket fuel you to whatever future you want to have. And having a mom like yours behind you is, is, is there, you know, what more can you ask for? So I'd really like to, to, to thank you for your authenticity, for your honesty, for your vulnerability, for sharing so much today. And I know it's for the people that needs to reach, this message will reach them and it'll help them in their life, move them a little bit forward and make their life a little bit easier. So thank you. Thank you so much. Now, is there anything else you'd like to say just before we go?
1: Babek, thank you so much for inviting me to be part of your podcast. I really, really enjoyed that. And I would like just to—I've given so many bits of advice and (laughs) tips and messages, but the final, final bit thing is: do not believe that you can. Your life is has to be the way it is. You can you can change it, just like that. Just just changes are possible. And please do not be stuck. If you are stuck, reach out for help because there's always lots of people available to uh to help you. And don't be stuck. Mm. And that's kind of my final message to everyone. You don't have to, if you don't like your life, don't like uh, who you are, don't like yourself, this is not a way to live your life. You've only got one life and don't waste it.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for those wise words of wisdom at the end. Now. I'm Bavik, I was the host of Bigger Than The Hustle. And right now, I'd just like to leave you with a few thoughts. Big energy leads to big thoughts. Big thoughts lead to big ideas. Big ideas lead to big actions. And big actions lead to a big life. So keep thinking big. Until next week, goodbye. <laughs>